I met you in the sun, saw my plans come undone, cause I knew you were the one. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. Who is more important to the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell? It's tough. It's a coin flip, and they both do different things for that team, which is great for the Jazz. You can make an argument both ways, but this might be the year where you give Rudy a bit of the edge. I think Gobert has been like a top-five MVP guy this year. He's been unbelievable. Not just the usual defensive stuff, but screen-setting, creating space for his guys to operate with those big screens, rolling off them. Just the little things that often don't show up on the statue. Every time I'm watching Jazz games, like he's doing something that's impactful on the offensive end. He's doing a little bit of everything out there, and it's really powered this Jazz start. People who really know basketball thought Mike Conley would make the adjustment quicker than ordinary, but it actually could have worked in the exact opposite way, where he was so entrenched in what he'd been doing. Then he comes to the Jazz, and he's playing with different players, and Quinn wants to play a little differently, and he's got to adjust to all that. I always thought he was going to have to fit in with Donovan and Rudy. I think I underestimated how difficult that transition was going to be for him. But what I think it does say is how coachable Mike Conley is. It'd be easy to say, I'm Mike W. Conley. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sit down and pay attention. You might just learn something. You know, that wasn't his take all along. A woman was in the back country of Alaska and walked to the outhouse, sat down, and suddenly felt a bite on her butt. She screamed, looked down, and guess what was in there? A bear. A bear! In, in, in. That's kind of gross. You were entertaining this notion of traveling the country. But see, it's stories like this why I don't think you'd like it. Like outhouses... To begin with, I just don't think somebody used to the lifestyle that you're used to would function very well with outhouses and what is in said outhouse. I'll tell you one thing. If a bear bit me in the butt, that would scare the crap right out of me. Longtime NBA video coordinator. He's Mo DeKeel with us. Your thoughts on what you've seen from this Jazz team thus far? You know, the thing that's most interesting is this is the team everybody was expecting last season. You're seeing everybody more comfortable in their roles. It's not just Mike Conley having a better understanding of the system and a better feel after his first season. But, you know, Joe Ingles going to the bench was an adjustment for him last season. And he's more comfortable in that role. Getting Derek Favors back has been huge. They're playing at a great level. And the other thing, too, is they've just been red hot from three. And I think that's been a big thing for them. In the second half, the Lakers hugged the shooters and Rudy Gobert and Derek Favors feasted, as well as guards who got into the lane, a la that beautiful dunk from Donovan Mitchell. Actually, Donovan did didn't get as much lift on that as he usually does. You are Eeyore. Not. From Winnie the Pooh, huge dog, Sports Center Top 10. He didn't get the lift, Pooh. <laughs> not much of a house. Don't get me wrong. Just right for not much of a donkey. The Jazz are playing great. I'm just saying that Donovan's dunk went in sideways. I know they won 22-24, but most likely lose again anyway. <laughs> Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Great job by Austin right there on Sounds of the Week, brought to you by Davis Vision, giving you 1,000 reasons to get rid of those contacts or glasses. That's $1,000 off LASIK during the month of February. Start your road to vision at davisvisionmd.com or call 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Uh, Jake, coming at you live today from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me. It's uh, Austin wears the same T-shirt on Friday every week. And uh, I haven't seen it in a long time because I feel like I haven't been here in with you present in studio on a Friday. I missed a couple Fridays there. Yeah. In quite some time. No, no, no. Not just that. We're usually out of the warehouse. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Hans and Scotty were out there today, 86 East University Parkway. But uh, we do have a game night here on the station. Uh, but, yeah, it's good to see Austin and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. So describe Austin's T-shirt, Friday T-shirt. Uh, it's a red T-shirt with a white star on it. And uh, it's it has to do with uh, veterans, right, Austin? Yeah, it's called Wear Red Friday. Yeah. R-E-D, remember everyone deployed. It's just, oh, a, wow. it's just a nice subtle way to think of those that are not. doing what I'm not brave enough to do. So. Hey, where did you, you get that? This was my grandfather's on the sleeve. It says Southern Utah Veterans Home. There you go. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, Austin has worn that every Friday for a long time. Five years. Yeah. So anyway, really? it's good to see it. Yeah. What do you mean, really? You've worked I- with Austin all five of those years and you never noticed? I'm sorry to admit that I I had not noticed that, uh, but next time I see Austin, I will. It's only half it. a decade. And how does that make you feel, Austin? Me? Yeah. Honestly, I I don't care if Gordon notices what okay. I wear or not. Yeah. All right. I mean, but it is for the veterans, Gordon. So, shame. But I know. I, I'm, I'm 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 glad you do it. <laughs> Why did I do it? Oh. I love I love that. I couldn't care less if he notices what <laughs> I'm wearing. Well, you don't, so I would hope not, because that would hurt his feelings. That's all. Well, what do you? What? Who are her? Whose feelings are being hurt here? If Austin, if Austin's feelings were hurt because you did not notice what he was wearing, I, I mean, he'd have hurt feelings a lot, or he could not care, and then it doesn't bug him, <laughs> and you get away with it. And yeah. Uh, did you know that he wore that shirt every Friday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Have you uh-huh. known that all along? Long time, yeah. Oh, gee, what's the matter with me? I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> How long's the show? Oh, very Oh, funny. man. You know, uh, people take you guys seriously when you say those kinds of things on the air as though you really meant them. What? That yeah. you don't notice what Austin's wearing? Because <laughs> you don't. I do. I compliment Austin from time to time on what he's wearing. I've done that many times. But he's worn the same thing on Friday for I wonder I wonder if it were something louder, Austin. You know, if you wore like I don't know, like a jersey or something on Friday. Wear fluorescent green have, Friday. You would have noticed, I don't think you would have noticed the fluorescent green. No. no I, I think mean, it he would have to be more more something. Wear big bird costume Friday. What? <laughs> I'll try to pay closer attention. Sorry. How about face paint Friday? <laughs> Austin just comes in face totally painted by the, the you know, in the colors and, and style of the team of his choice that week. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's 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 nice alliteration. I might too. start that. 
<laughs> yeah, it does have a nice that's a nice ring to it, doesn't it, Gordon? Face. face if you want to sponsor Friday. Face Paint Friday, give us a call. No, here's here's what I want is is a listener out there uh, that has a good sense of humor to show up at a meeting on Friday, just face paint it, <laughs> when everybody looks at him or her and says, "Jeez, what what what's going on there?" You, you why, say why? It's, it's Face Paint Friday. What do you want from me? It's this is this is a thing. Get with it. Why limit it just to the face? You know? Because there's because rules these, in society. Because of the alliteration? Is that what you're going to If you're going to do that, then you can do full frontal Friday. No. Why does it have to be creepy? It's not creepy. Paint-wise, I mean. What do you mean, paint-wise? <laughs> what does that I, mean? I've never done paint before, so I don't know how how hard that is to apply or how hard that is to remove. This has spun way out of control. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm talking about it'd be funny to see, you know, a business person show up with their face painted and everybody looking at them going, Aren't you a judge? Are, are, yeah, right. Are you, are you, have you lost it? Have you Can come you unglued and just to go, no, it's face paint Friday, and somehow that turns into full what? Okay, so you're hauled into court, <laughs> and the judge has got, you know, the whole green face going and yeah, that would be a little frightening right that's what was funny i don't know why why chester has to get involved every day <laughs> okay never mind i just meant that he could make it more what about uh, full monty uh, monday uh, why just <laughs> no, limit full... it to the face <laughs> what <laughs> i was going for the 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 fu fu sound on the friday and you came up with full frontal? Not a, You didn't go to French Fry Friday or something, you know? like what? No, because we were talking about paint. Funfetti Friday? I'm talking about paint. The paint applied fully. What does that have to do with full frontal? On the front. You paint the front. <sighs> of what? Everything. Uh, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Never mind. You guys take everything Let's right into start the over. We take it. Okay, let's let's rewind this whole segment. Let's just replay it, and you can Somebody explain. Ready? You can explain to me how we took it into the gutter. Well, all I said was, you know, a full application of paint on the front, all the way head to toe, and you turn it into something else. That's what I'm saying. Knock it off. No, here's Sven. Let's keep it above it, board. It's going to be a good show. 206, six minutes in, Gordon is talking about full frontal. Yeah, exactly, Sven. But don't say it's going to be a good show. No, that's not an indicator Incorrect. of a good show. Yeah. I'm talking about, I mean, uh, uh, I'm talking about no, final mind. show Friday here. <laughs> Boom. The, the, it's in the dictionary, Gordon. Full frontal. Go ahead and Google that. Oh, really? What's will. it say? Not what you were hoping it would say. No. Uh, but you knew what you were saying, and then, of course, as usual, you play. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, the, I was, the front part. I was talking about the application of the paint, so that if you looked at Austin from the front, you would see his arms, you would see his face, you would see his legs, you would see everything, hands, everything. All right. I am I, so I'm, confused. Okay. That's because you took it in the wrong way, you know. And I was going for the alliteration on the full, the fa 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 full throttle Friday. I mean, <laughs> stop no, we saying fa fa fa. We were talking about applying paint to your body, to your face. Yeah, and I said, why no, not? No, not whole... your body, your face. <laughs> 
face paid Friday. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't even Let's know how we got there. Oh, okay, great. Let's talk never about. talk about what I'm wearing again. Great. Uh, Gordon's <laughs> list is coming up. That should be, should be terrific. <laughs> Howard Beck is on with us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And, of course, Gordon's in a mood, good mood. He gets a short day Friday. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, not, I'm never in a good mood because I'm not going to do the show for the full five hours. I, I you know, I, I, I like doing a show. You know how I picture Gordon and really the Monson family because they're uh, in the when Gordon gets a short day, you know, and gets that hour, you know, or two hours in this case. I I picture them like um, Dumb and Dumber, that scene in front of the the fire where everybody's in their sweaters and making jokes like, oh, so funny. You know, just having a grand old time. Throwing a bucket of popcorn in his face. (laughs) Well, I don't. I don't want to get into what the the lighting of the thing. I don't think that happens. But parlor tricks. But that that like visual right there. That's what no, I'm saying. No, I I I go through those double doors right there out into the where everybody is, and I say, "Daddy's home." You don't do that. <laughs> right, I don't. I say, "What's to eat?" <laughs> and it and it better be warm. I'm kidding. If it's cold again. Where's the food I paid for by working today? <laughs> As though no one else was working. Yeah, That's what you said a few weeks ago. That I all was... presents come from you. <laughs> not from me, uh, literally. Not from me like I'm giving them, but uh, maybe... Never mind. Don't get me down that road again. I, I had to. But you have to, to at least acknowledge that you took yourself down that road. That was that's not one you can blame on Austin or me. In fact, I believe we warned you at the time. You did. You did. <laughs> All right. Well, should my we... wife, ha- my wife happened to be listening that day in that moment. And apparently, as the report goes, she turned to my daughter and said, that's bull beep. She cursed. Lisa's not a curser either. So that, that actually, I remember when your daughter texted you that, because I think it was during a break, and you said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the appropriate response. Uh-oh. But it, was, it was all good. She, I said, hey, I didn't mean that. She said, like Bill Walton. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gordon, which translation, the, Gordon did some groveling for quite some time. Then, yeah, then the three-pointer hit, and, and we won. So nothing wrong with saying I'm sorry. You know, that tends to, you know, loosen everything up, warm things up, you know. And that's that's one of the items on my list. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Some funny tweets coming in. Okay. Uh, should we get to, to Gordon's list? Uh, well, let's go. Please. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know. We're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Apparently the glutes there are, it's a very good place to get a shot. Playing out at strip clubs with the players in the buttocks. His name was Frosty Cox. Fun. Oof. Jeez, you do have a one-track mind. It's no, amazing. It is I want, amazing. No, 
I want it made plainly clear that Austin was the one that edited those things together. You know, they weren't meant to Guilty. go together. But you said <laughs> them. You said them all. <laughs> yeah, but I was talking about the virus shot in the butt because it was a medical discussion. Oh, we don't need to go back down the road. And, and, uh, and the other, the other was a name of somebody, and and the, the uh, whatever was in the middle was innocent too. Well, and then here's the back-to-back tweets I get. And then we'll get to Gordon's List, brought to you by Tim Daly, Nissan, Murray. Uh, Let's see. Itsy Bitsy Spider tweets in and says, Leave it to Gordon Monson to tell everyone that they're misunderstanding what full frontal means. And then Sven tweets in and said, I would like Gordon to suggest Full Frontal Friday to his family and see what their reaction is. I'm sure 99.999% sure uh, there is only one meaning to Full Frontal. Yeah, but we're talking about is it applied to paint. No, you know? you're wrong. All right, Gordon's list. What do we, what do right. we have? Let's start with the Jazz going up against the Heat on the road. All right, Jake, so let me just simplify it by asking you a question. I'll give you my opinion. What to expect? I expect the Jazz to win. I know that's not a real controversial opinion. Uh, the Heat, I always say this, though, Heat, uh, uh, Gordon, the Heat at 15 and 17 are, are underachieving, I think yes. most people would say. And I would say always, you know, be wary of the underachieving team because – on a moment's notice, they can start achieving, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, another difficult matchup for Royce O'Neal going up against Jimmy Butler again. But, um, you know, I think the Jazz are playing better than the Heat are right now and should win just like they did, what was that, two weeks ago? Yeah, my my answer to the question is along the lines of what you're saying, but I, I expect the Jazz just to keep on doing what they've been doing, and why wouldn't you? You know, I mean, just apply the same things. And I know... I understand that Spolstra is a great coach, and he got a good look at what the Jazz like to do, and uh, he he will instruct his team uh, the best they can to uh, to get in the way of that. But I, you know, it's kind of like what we what we were joking about with Jerry Sloan, what Jerry said about when who was it who came over to the huddle and stuck his head in there to listen. That was debated, but uh, some okay. uh, everybody seemed to think Charles Barkley. And he said, uh, go ahead, just, you know what we're going to do, try to stop it. You know, that's what I think the Jazz are going to do. They might, you know, Quinn is innovative enough that he could uh, throw in some wrinkles here and there. But uh, I think the Jazz are at a point now and say, look, this is what we do. And if you try to hug our shooters, then watch out for Mr. Gobert because he's going to dunk on your noggin. Or uh, go ahead and smother Rudy and our guy's going to tear you apart from outside because three is more than two. So uh, we'll talk. We'll break that down more as the show goes on. Uh, a question about Miami: If you were a an NBA player, would you want to play there? Just because of you know the climate, the atmosphere, the uh, quote unquote glamour, would that appeal to you, South Beach? So this this question always kind of makes me chuckle because what percentage of players actually really get to dictate where they play? Um, because oh, well, free, I think a free agent would. Yeah, I know, but what anyway, but most free agents are signing with wherever they can get a deal, right? I mean, what what players are actually to the level of you know, does the market all that ma- uh, matter all that much? Um it, it's a it's a theoretical question. No, no, no I get it. I get, I get it. No, no, no I'm not uh, I'm not trying to But anyway, I think most people would tell you, well, I'll play wherever they'll give me a contract. But uh yeah, if I was good enough that 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 uh, became a real factor in my decision, why not? I mean, no state taxes in Florida. Uh the weather's pretty good. Uh you know, 
quality of living is not too bad. Yeah. They've got I, a history. I, I Pat Riley knows what he's doing. I mean, yeah, I, there's a Spolster's lot of it. a great coach. Absolutely. He's, he's great coach. So, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, pluses with Miami for sure. They've got some advantages. You know, looking back, the adorable comment by what's his name uh, seems more disrespectful to me, to the Jazz, it seems to me, to the Jazz, uh, than I originally thought, if any of that just made sense. Sure. Um, I went back and watched it a couple times, and I just thought, I mean, it, it's just somebody trying to be funny, I think, but I, I think he probably really believes it. You know, he said, what did he say? There were seven other teams that he would put in front of the Jazz? I think he said and six, it, but yeah. And that, but then he upped it to seven. Um, he said maybe seven, I think. So anyway. Uh, I, it's I, adorable. I just, yeah, that that that's kind of a pathetic comment, really, when I think about it. Uh, and uh, upon further review, Devin Booker's response to the question about having a better year this year than last, uh, Austin was right. I've given that some thought. I really have. And I went back and watched it. And I, I just think, Austin, you were right. I apologize uh, for even waffling on that. Because I think, Jake, you took one side. I Austin took the other. And I kind of played both sides of that fence. But the more I thought about it, the more I think Austin is right. Do you have any second thoughts on that? That's a dangerous thing to think. Austin was right uh, that Devin Booker was being disrespectful. More than that, that Devin Booker, what did you say, Austin? You said it was... I don't um, know. You, you, that he you, shouldn't you have critic- a job, I believe I said. I no, you didn't say that, but you criticized him for it. And I I, uh, I agree, but it sounds to me like, Jake, you're standing firm. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm if Jake firm. changed his mind, I'd be offended by that. Yeah. Because no. Jake's the type, kind of guy that says what he believes. <laughs> he stands by it. People should think out there. Stands by, yeah, but should you stand by it if you're wrong? Do you have a hard time apologizing and admitting it when you're wrong, Jake? I'm not wrong. It's a complete subjective. I mean, if you want to talk about something that I'm wrong about, then sure. I'm, I'm, talk- I'd be I'm, happy. Asking, the que- I'm asking the question in general, not on this specific I just topic. said that. I just said, sure. If I'm wrong about something, I'd, I'd readily admit it. Like Jake and- prefers Burger King, and that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. There's 18 other places that are better. Is that true? Yeah, I Burger can name King them guy. for you. Oh, I like Burger King, yeah. Yeah, I do too. I like the Whopper. I think the Whopper's good. But uh, when was the last time you said you were sorry, Jake? This morning. What'd you do? I don't know. I, I got a text from Jake this morning that said he was sorry. See, there you go, Gordon. I did. What'd he do? Well, I, I'm not one to pillow talk, but <laughs> I accepted it- the, the apology. <laughs> it wasn't just to me either. It was... Was it to the world? It was to everyone but you, actually. Right. <laughs> Jake, you want to you wanna elaborate? What happens at staff meeting stays at staff yeah, meeting, Gordon. Not, not really? Okay. All right. Where is this going? You're, you're, you, you thought about it, and you think I'm wrong that, uh, that reporters should throw in their unjustified opinions when asking a player <laughs> a question. Okay. Terrific. And then, Good, then I started take. thinking about that. And then I started thinking about apologizing to Austin because I think he was right after all. And then I started thinking about, hmm, you know, saying you're sorry isn't the easiest thing in the world for some people to do. And so that's why I asked you to when the last time was you said you were sorry. I say it all the time when I'm remorseful. 
Austin, is it easy for you to say I'm sorry? No, 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 no. <laughs> you do it all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say is it hard for me to say I'm sorry? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, honestly, I can't. It's really, really, really hard for me to say I'm sorry. How does Whitney handle that? Well, she's got the same problem. <laughs> okay. It's hard for me to say I'm sorry. <laughs> Doesn't loving someone mean love means never having to say you're sorry? Sounds Isn't like Hugh that, Hefner wrote that. Yeah, it sounds no, that, like bad uh, advice to me. No, that was one of the cheesiest lines in the history of movie making. Uh, didn't Ryan O'Neill say it? What was his name? Ryan O'Neill? Uh, Derek. Oh, Gal Garbo, I think. <laughs> okay. Are you talking about the swimming suit brand people, the O'Neill? No, no, he was an actor. Remember his Patrice, Patrice O'Neill. No, the comedian Ed O'Neill. <laughs> no, his daughter was Tatum. She married, she married who? She married John McEnroe or something? I forget who she married. Somebody, or was with somebody like that. But Ryan. Yeah, are you talking about the, the the Bad News Bears girl? <laughs> I don't know if she was in that. Yeah, probably, probably it. Her father. Didn't he say that? He said that, all right, there's got to be a movie expert out there who knows this. I think it was Ryan O'Neill. Didn't he say it to Ali McGraw? There is an expert out there that knows this that you had direct access to. I've always Googled. Oh, yeah. Okay. Someone told me, a non-religious person told me Google is the god of our age. That's weird. All right. Let's rank the most popular. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, That... When people have questions, they don't go to a divine source. They go to Google. Well, praying so, uh, praying about this particular matter doesn't uh, seem like it would deliver much result now, does it? I've never done drugs. <laughs> Seriously. Austin, did you look that up? Is it Ryan O'Neill? It's Ali not Monero? Ryan O'Neill, and there's no Ally in the movie. What's his name? Kevin O'Neill is in the no, movie. No, it's not Kevin O'Neill. Come All on. Right. So Google's wrong. Yeah, it is. The movie Love Story, right? Yeah. Not Kevin O'Neill. The only person named O'Neill in the cast was a Kevin O'Neill. Well, what was Ryan's name? What's his last name? There's no Ryan listed in this cast. Oh, maybe I did get it wrong. Well, you know, oh, but wait. A... Yeah, you're right. Ryan O'Neill. There he is. And and Allie McGraw. So I was right. So there it is. All right. I think uh, I'm waiting. Catherine Balfour. I'm waiting. <laughs> Tommy waiting. Lee Jones was in this movie. <laughs> Wow, this is an old movie. I said I'm waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, good. See, it's not that hard. All right, uh, let's rank the five most popular jazz players with the fans. Whoa, it, let's it, let's. That's a, this is a deep topic. Let's throw a tease on this here. We're we're up against it, it a little bit. I don't I, think we could do this in the time we have a lot okay. here. I want it in order, in your opinion, in order of all time. No, right now on this team, right now. Oh, so right now. Juwan Morgan, number one. <laughs> I love Juwan Morgan. I, you know who I really like, uh, all honestly? Uh, Jarrell Brantley. Oh, yeah, the Dude, beast. He had some plays in the last game against the Lakers. But I'm not asking you who you like. I'm asking who you think are the most popular with the fans. Think about that. We'll get to it. All right. We'll get to that straight ahead as Gordon's List continues on. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I've been 
sitting here trying to figure out what did I do right to be with you right now? I put my arm around your shoulder to see Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Band of the day today is Jake Scott. It's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Pointed out to us uh, by Mike on Twitter, there is a, a singer, songwriter, I don't know, that goes by the same name. So what are you, third in line of uh, the most famous Jake Scott? I am now. <laughs> third in most talented? Well, by far. By far, I'm not I'm not familiar with this Jake's uh, full repertoire, but he seems much more talented. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, oh yeah, no, no, because no. he could not do what you do. Yeah, sure Jake, he could. Your, deal with Gordon. Deal with eloquence and politeness. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Uh, uh, but we know now, that, now that Numero it, Uno was, of course, the late great safety for the Miami Dolphins. You know, every time you guys do this to me, I get what? I get I get a barrage of people saying, tell those guys not to be so uh, unreasonable, so mean. So I'll just pass that along. In which case here, exactly. (laughs) What what you just said. All right, uh, rank the top uh, most popular jazz players in your opinion. How how do you think they would go? Is Donovan at the top? Uh, Yeah. And then Rudy? Well, give me your list, and then I'll, I'll I don't, give you mine. Let's I, I do wanted that. to hear. Well, I mean, okay, I'll give you my guess. All right. I'd say Donovan first, Rudy, then maybe Joe Ingles okay. because of the way he's gone about his business with the guys in the morning, which was a stroke of brilliance on his part, by the way. Uh, and then I would say, uh, boy, this is where it really starts to get tough. I would say probably Mike Conley, and then I might say, I might say, well, I don't know, maybe Jordan Clarkson. What do you have? So we differ. We differ. Uh, first two are pretty easy, Donovan and Rudy. Uh, number three, you went with Joe. I honestly might go. I'm debating between Joe or Derek Favors. Oh, David yeah. Derek Favors is very popular. Yes, he is. Uh, so I might go Favors at three, Joe at four, and then a battle between Clarkson and Conley at five. Uh, God, a lot of people like Clarkson. He's I a do. he's an easy guy to to be but a so fan is Mike of for Conley. sure. So is Mike Conley. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's not like Boyan Bogdanovich is anybody, you know, thinks anything ill of him. Well, maybe should I bump Joe down to six? No, I don't know. I, there's no right or wrong, like you said. It's, it's a guess. Austin, do you have any issue with any, either of those? No, like you were saying, how can you argue this? How, how can you say it? now? Because if Jake had come on here and said honestly, if he'd come on and said uh, Jarrell Brantley is a fan favorite, I think he's right. I think there's a lot of fans that would say Jarrell Brantley is their favorite. But if we're talking overall popular vote, 
I went with Donovan one, Ingles two, Rudy three. And then I what I did put favors here, but in parentheses I put this year I'd put Conley at four just because of how well he's played this year. Uh-huh. And Clarkson is five. Yeah. Okay. What we should do is call down to the team store and ask uh, for the numbers of the jersey, jersey sales. Yeah. yeah, good idea. Good idea. What do you guys think of uh... – is, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. He's one of the best soccer players in the world. Zlatan Abramovich. Is that how you say it? Forgive my ignorance. But he's a soccer star for AC Milan. He essentially told LeBron to shut up, quit talking about anything other than sports. I can read you the quote if I don't have it in front of me right here, right now. I get it. Well, what do you, what do you, what do you make of someone like that coming out and saying that? I'd like to know what he said. Oh, you don't know? No. I, th- I thought everybody saw this. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Say something smart. I got it here, Gordon. If you, if okay, you read that. Will you he said, do what you're good at. Stay out of politics. said, I don't do politics. If I would be a political politician, okay, I would do politics. That is the first mistake people do when they become famous and they become in a certain status. Stay out of it. Just do what you do best because it doesn't look good. Do the category you do. I play football because I'm the best at playing football. Do what you're good at. And he mentioned LeBron by name. Oh, yeah. Sorry. LeBron is phenomenal. He said he is phenomenal, but it was about LeBron at what he's doing. But I don't like when people have some kind of status. They go and do politics at the same time. Um, I've told you, Gordon, I'm I'm a free speech kind of guy. And if uh, LeBron wants to use his LeBronness. Uh, he can in any way, shape, or form he sees fit. I'm normally the guy who gets a little aggravated with LeBron's public behavior because sometimes I think he's out of touch. But I got to tell you, where he focused his efforts on a get-out-the-vote campaign, when everybody in the summer was kind of focused on on anger, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not uh, saying rightfully so or, or, or whatever, but, but I thought LeBron focused his energy, let me put it this way, in a really productive manner. I mean, if you're going to have influence and you want to leave your mark, I mean, uh, uh, far be it for me to deny you that. And I, I actually thought he used his influence in a in a really direct, productive manner by kind of uh, putting money and efforts into getting young people out to vote. Who can fault him for that? I thought that was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I agree with you. And look, I, I, it's interesting to hear somebody say in a very opinionated way, hey, don't express your opinion. Uh, It's one thing to say, hey, I disagree with this person, and you can have that, and we disagree uh, on things. I disagree with other people of things and express my opinion about that. But to express an opinion that somebody else shouldn't have an opinion or make an opinion known when you're making your opinion known seems a little bit twisted. Right, and Just, this guy, even though I don't, I'm not really familiar what he's, he's all, he's, all he's about. He's a great but, player. I mean, but, if he, but he's quite opinionated. If he wants said. to keep his head down and dribble and not get involved in that way, then more power to you. I don't think I don't think Michael Jordan should be criticized for saying Republicans buy speakers, uh, sneakers too. That was his prerogative. <laughs> that was his choice uh, in what to prioritize. And, and by the way, influence the futures of many, many athletes. Because yeah. he decided to do what he did. So, I mean, I, I think the, the door s- swings both ways on these things. I tell that guy, like, hey, you have your right to do whatever you want. If you don't want to get involved politically, then don't. 
But if somebody else wants to express themselves and use their platform to do it, well, then that's their right to. Yes. Here, here. All right, Austin, you have anything to say on that one? Uh, I, I think that Jake summed it up well. And also, when Zlatan speaks, because I am familiar with who he is and quotes that he's said in the past, it's more or less a, either a comedy show or an act of some sort. I don't really take well, what he isn't says seriously. He, he was here for a while, right? He was right? with the Galaxy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember his act. One of his quotes was, someone asked him, what did you get your wife for her birthday? And he said, she already has me. Right. And I, if, whether he means that or not, it's just kind of like, I don't know what to take seriously with him and what to take right. as a joke. So exactly. I dismiss it. Well, it seems like he meant what he was saying when he was saying this, unless he was being somehow ironic or sarcastic. Or... Anyway, Zach Wilson, guys, continues to hover at the number two spot in the NFL draft. I've seen some projections that uh, teams might make a trade with the Jets to get to that spot in order to get Zach Come Wilson. Come on, trade. And uh, yeah, you don't want him to go to the Jets. Just not the but... Jets. Anybody else? Some some have expressed opinion after stutter, studying film that uh, they think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. I brought this up, Joe Theismann, uh, last week, I think, and it, pronounced that, that, Theismann. Yeah, whatever. And uh, so, uh, if you cha- if you change your pronunciation of your your name, then it becomes official, right? Not in my mind, but anyway, continue. Well, I mean, if okay, so. Uh, um, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see if someone uh, is really that enamored with Zach Wilson that they want to move up. I was reading one analyst who who said that he, he did uh, look at every aspect of what Zach Wilson does, and they, they he thinks he's the best quarterback in the draft. Of course, the Bears moved up to take Mitch Trubisky in the, with the second overall pick in 2017. So, I, you know, sometimes these evaluations get a little wacko. But, uh, but anyway... Another Wilson, Russell. Wait, wait, reported. wait. Can I comment on Zach? Sure. Are you just going to breeze on through? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Sorry. I just, I, all I'll say is I think it's a lot of smoke. I think it's a lot of smoke. What? what all this think? stuff, all this stuff leading up to the draft. Could this guy be better than Trevor Lawrence? And not that Zach is or is not, but a lot of this stuff is just people putting stuff out there to change the conversation and maybe you can get somebody to rise or fall to where you want them. Uh, yeah, but these are people who are in the media who are saying these things. Right, easily manipulated But, but they're being fed the information right. from scouts. Yeah. Right. Good point. I Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're uh, really uh, why am I going blank here? Who's the, who's the Alabama quarterback? A Mac Jones. Maybe you're a Mac Jones fan and you need him to bump down to the end of the first round. And so all of a sudden you're talking up Zach Wilson and you're gonna try and get the dominoes to fall your way. I mean there's just there's there's a, a team that might draft Jones, so you trade up to get you know, you you overvalue Zach Wilson or you undervalue Trevor Lawrence. Who knows what people's agendas are? I mean, like we said, we've seen wild shenanigans in the past where crazy bad information surfaces at the last minute to get somebody's value to drop. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. I don't I kind of go into super duper duper skeptical mode all the way through all this. (laughs) It's just it served you well through the years. It really has. (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, We're going to we're going to find this out. But it's it's just remarkable that a year ago we were wondering if he was even going to start for the Cougars. Another Wilson Russell, it's reported, would uh, would waive his no-trade clause if he were sent to one of the following teams. Jake, the Cowboys, the Saints, Raiders, 
or the bears. He did not give explanation as to why, but those are four teams he apparently wouldn't mind playing for. So I cannot wait. I think if you are really interested on how these different sports leagues work uh, and kind of, you know, player v. management and these sorts of things, how it plays out in Seattle and Houston is going to be fascinating. Uh, we didn't bring it up yesterday, but did you see that uh, Deshaun Watson sat down with the, the new coach there for the first time? And he basically looked, <laughs> said, look, said, look me in the face. All right, look at me right now. I couldn't put this more clearly than I'm going to right now. I will not play for you. And then left <laughs> and then bounced. Yeah. But yet it doesn't do the Seahawks or the Texans any good, really, to move on from franchise quarterbacks because that's rarely – you know, uh, a good idea, right? And the the players are under contract, and not just under contract for this year. You know, uh, in Deshaun Watson's case, under contract for like four more years. And so, unless, the team unless has, you get unless you get so much talent in return, kind of like what the what the Cowboys did with Herschel Walker, and they got all those great players. Of course, they happen to have a pretty good quarterback. But here's the thing: the NFL does not want to turn into the NBA. They don't want, and this is the struggle struggle between franchise and player, which the NFL has dominated for a long, long time. They don't want players to be able to, on a whim, say, move me. That's not good for anybody. So I would guess that both these franchises will get a significant amount of pressure to deal with it and keep these quarterbacks at all costs, which means, who knows, sitting out training camps, sitting out games. Uh, you know, it was Le'Veon Bell who went to the mat with the Steelers, right, and he sat out a whole year. The difference is, is that he was going to become a free agent the following year. These guys are not. So the the franchise has all of the leverage, all of it. All right. So what do you think will happen? I if they stay, yeah. I will be. Then you you can uh, acknowledge the NFL and its all power evilness. I don't think if they both can... of them stay. I don't think they can keep them. I think, uh, I think they. If a guy does not refuses to play for you, uh, you know, maybe they could call his bluff. I, I get it. But if someone does not want to be there, ultimately, I, I don't know how you. That's a train wreck in an already messy situation. Yeah, it's going to cost them a lot of money. The fines on that stuff, Gordon. We've seen it before. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yep. How how uh, how how can, committed is he to this uh, to the cause well? here? Yeah, we, we shall see. Uh, just just don't uh, you don't want to you know spite yourself just out of pride. I mean, but I think I, the franchises will do that though. Yeah, I don't know if the players will. Who has the who has the stomach for what? Yeah, yeah good question. Well, and the Texans aren't going anywhere anytime soon. So what do they have to lose? <laughs> uh, maybe a public relations battle. Well, Deshaun Watson's value isn't going down. Right, right. He's very, very highly thought of, no doubt. Jake, I have seven more Scooby stacks on the list, and I'll just bust through them when we come back. All right, uh, let's do it. But uh, they're fun little nuggets I think people will get a kick out of. All right, stay tuned. We've got uh, what's going on at 3, Howard Beck at 4, Jazz pregame at 5. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. This 
This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5. In 1280 The Zone, thank you very much for making me, making me, making us, that was selfish, a part of your day. Sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, I've got Pete Weber on the brain. You know what today is, Gordon? Yeah, the anniversary of his uh, monumental reaction. Yeah, he what, 12 years, I think? Do we need to play that for Sound of the Day? But anyway, I was just, well, we don't have Sound of the Day today. Oh, that's right, uh, but I was just uh, I was just trying to discover if uh, Pete Weber was the inspiration for uh, Ernie McCracken. Uh, who's Ernie McCracken? Bill Murray's character in the movie Kingpin. Oh, okay, I don't know that. I have seen that movie, but uh, anyway. Wait, you've seen uh, that movie sure. and don't remember Big Ern, Ernie McCracken, no. Bill Murray's I mean, character? I just yeah, I remember it, but I forgot his name. He had the the bejeweled shirt and the bowling ball <laughs> with the rose in the middle of it, and the horrible comb over, and and just uh, hit on every woman in the whole movie. You don't remember that? I uh, I don't don't remember. No. I saw that movie a long. And time I don't ago. know if if Pete Weber. Uh, uh, hits on women, but anyway, he the 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 rant that we're going to play here in a moment is, is very Big Earn, right? When Big Earn wins the wins the big tournament in the movie, uh, what does he say? He says, "I'm finally ablo- above the law." <laughs> he says, "I have, yes. I finally have enough money. I'm finally <laughs> above the law." Uh, anyway, it was very Pete Weber esque. Should we play? Should we let's play the moment? Yeah, yeah, let's let's play it. Here you go. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. You know what? That's how I imagined Gordon when he won the uh, the Sports Writer of the Year last year. What do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I did it right. Oh, that's just amazing. Who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? I am. Damn it right. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. I don't know what any know? of it means. Okay, I mean this in all seriousness. Is that the best celebration in sports history? <laughs> Out of all the the cheesy uh, hot garbage that we're usually subjected to, like like Kevin Garnett screaming anything's possible for the camera. I mean that's that's just pure raw. I like Terrell Owens signing the ball. That okay. was kind of cool and very egocentric. I was thinking celebration like one at all celebration, okay. I guess. Not like touchdown dance celebration, more like, you know, when John Stockton's galloping around the 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 court Summit there Center, in Houston, yeah. yeah. Uh what what I'm sure there's been so many crazy things done with the Stanley Cup, but that's not in the moment. In the moment celebration. Because they all get one day <laughs> right, with it, right? Yeah. I mean you might be that might be a Phil Mickelson's credit card hop. Where was that at the <laughs> Augusta? Was right? that at Augusta where he jumped for some reason? <laughs> Hardly jumped, <laughs> and and went went not very high. 
For a guy with huge calves, that wasn't really It a... was the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, is he you just know, standing there? Or... For, for a guy that could, like, windmill kick a beer off somebody's head, you would think he'd be able to jump higher, no? Well, he can jump higher. It didn't look like it there. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Can I'll you... tell you one guy. One guy who isn't going to celebrate the way he used to is uh, Dodger Cody Bellinger. He's uh, he said he's going to quit doing the forearm bumps after he dislocated his shoulder in the NLCS. Remember that? I didn't know he dislocated his shoulder. No. Yeah, it, 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 he hurt himself severely, and he said only handshakes from here on out. Well, what does the CDC have to say about that? <laughs> Good question. It crossed everybody. They told mind. us to only forearm bumps for the last year, right? I've been kicking people. Have you? <laughs> you did it right? Just just walk up to them and just wham? Right in the shin. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's an interesting way to say hello. They'll never forget you. Nope. I get their attention right away, too. <laughs> Is that why you wear those pointy boots? No, I've still got my soft Sinooks. I'm not looking to do damage. I'm just, you know, saying hi. Just making a memory. Yeah. <laughs> saying hello. What do you guys think of, like, this 2022 QB recruit out of Tennessee? Kid's name, I think it's Ty Simpson. He announced his commitment. for two th- he's, he's a 2022 recruit. So he announced his commitment live on CBS Sports HQ uh, today. And who'd he pick? Jake, who do you think he would pick as one of the top quarterback recruits in the country? Who do I think who would pick now? Are you? Am I talking Greek over here? This, this I Ty didn't Simpson, follow it either. Yeah. The Ty Simpson kid, he's a, he's a five-star recruit out of Tennessee. He scheduled his announcement today on CBS Sports HQ, uh, and he picked Alabama. So, I mean, okay, so he picked Alabama right up. Whatever. Okay. Uh, this is who would uh, I couple, pick? This is a couple of years ago. Now, my question to you is: What do you make of these young kids doing it this way? And I'm sure they're prompted. I mean, there's somebody was interested in televising that, but this seems kind of dumb, you know. It does seem dumb, but then again, I always take it a step further and think like television, televising, televisioning. Televising the uh, Little League World Series is extremely dumb, but yet everybody seems to give me pushback on that for some reason. Well, at least that's an event. You know, this this, is what's an event? This, this is an event. Kids pick it at school. Obviously, people care. What's that's the not definition a game. of an event? Most, yeah, people do care. And I'm, it's amazing to me that they care so much. But I, you and I have complained about that before, but it seems like the listenership, viewership, readership on those kinds of issues uh, does draw. So uh, I, I just think it's weird having a 16 or 17-year-old kid making this big announcement, you know, and all he's done is play high school football. Uh, BYU, speaking of football, open spring practice on Monday. I know, I know, Jake, who's going to be the next quarterback? That's the big question, right? And Kalani keeps saying, well, we're going to open up the competition and give everyone a chance. That's, that's what he says he's going to do. Is that your Kalani? No, I'm just saying. Uh, PK uh, had a sounded a, more like Yogi Bear. PK had a take this hey, morning boo-boo. as I was listening to their show, and he he made it a point to say this is not like inside sources report anything like he's just kind of throwing out his gut, uh, gut feeling. He seems to think Jaron Hall 
Huh. Well, he's a fine athlete. And didn't Jaron Jaron uh, retired from baseball? Correct. So he's, he's fo- not going to play baseball. Yeah, focusing so. solely on football. So I, I took note of that when I heard PK say that this morning that uh, that he thinks Jaron Hall might get the go. I've heard people down there speak very highly of him. Is but, Kalani going to pick a young guy though that that's going to make a bunch of mistakes and kind of go the grooming route, or is he going to be in the well? Somebody has won me games before and. I know they're not going to sink the ship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to find Like in out. Uh, Baylor-Romney, certainly, that win over Boise State was a better win than anybody else in that locker room has, right? And and he's certainly good enough to go win you some games. So I wonder I wonder how this thing's going to be weighted. Because I would be surprised if one of the young guys could beat out Romney or Hall. But, but do the coaches, you know, like Utah did with Tyler Huntley, right? Where you go with the younger guy who, who has a higher upside. I, I think this is a year where it's easy to believe Kalani when he says, I'm going to wait and see. He'll have an idea, though, in spring ball. They always do. Well, we'll see. We'll, what see. Is, we'll see how pliable they are about that. What is Hall's eligibility? Two years? We'd have to look it up. I, I See, I'm having a hard time finding it. But. Real quick here, and, and Gordon, I know you have a couple more items on the list. Why don't we, we, we can get back to it at 3.30? Are they worth uh, delving back into? Sure. I All mean, right. Yeah. Well, we talked about iconic celebrations. By the way, Jimmy has a quick suggestion. He says uh, Brandy Chastain has to be one of the most iconic <laughs> celebrations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that was that was absolutely yeah. iconic moment. No doubt about it. In the Rose Bowl. And was one of the more funny commercials was produced as a spoof on that, where it was her, Kevin Garnett, and I can't remember the other two, but it was two other basketball players that were playing foosball, <laughs> and she scored, and they just look at her. And she's like, she's like, what? 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 What do you want? Hilarious. All right, stay tuned. We'll have what's going on coming up next. Gordon's got a few more items on the list we'll uh, dive into at 3.30. Howard Beckett for Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.